We'll talk about those soon, but not yet. So I am uh, Amelia Hillskamp. That's enough about me. Uh, I'm in the children's division. Credit is due. Oh, and if you're interested in joining the children's division, please come talk to me. So our objective.
so that's our, our, uh, our end game for today. slide let's talk about your idea
you can all understand the power of childhood preferences and how essential it is. So some other things to bear in mind about 
neophobia and other feeding disorders. So some things that we can prevent or begin to prevent are basically training the pets how a litter acts and what cues you have a litter to act. This obviously does cause a lot of interest in feeding. And some of these things are really, really difficult for typical people to understand. I love food, so some of you. And probably many of you love food so much. 
Yes, mistakes to avoid.
So we don't use deceit. We do not force feed. Um, also, we think about like how do we decide who or how do we decide which foods to have in our diet? Um, I gave some examples that came up. <coughs> the things on the left were all things that had only two calories in them. Chicken, like chicken noodles. Continue trying it. Also, strategy. So, sometimes when uh, Mozilla wants to try to eat healthily with the young, rather than give the child just a bite, or just a few small bites, uh, they load up the plate and they put big heaping plates of broccoli. Oops. There we go. So 
to write social stories of our own, but to write them about vegetables. Um, I said that you want to frame it in first-person language. Um, and that is the way we're trying to promote a desire to have your own story told. If you're trying to always try to avoid or mitigate behaviors, then you're framing it very personal language. But I don't really like to put a social story down in a descriptive language. Very often, if you tell kids what not to do, they don't understand what the desired behavior is. If I say, uh, don't
Um, I think we've talked about all of these guidelines already. We have. I'll leave those up there for a moment. that I was hoping we would be able to work from today. Here it is. say put it in the slide? Hmm. Let me see if I can do that. How many people, show of hands, actually have this document pulled up right now? Oh, that might work. So let's do this.
um, you've got another story, pretty similar. This one focuses on tastes and textures, but I did not color code it. I would love to do that, but I actually don't have it. It's not even appearing on my computer screen. <laughs> it's very bizarre. I got rid of it altogether.
scroll a little further down is to write your own social story. However, for the sake of time, let's table that for now. And if we have time at the end, we can certainly get to it. But I'm a little concerned at this stage that uh, we might not get to some of the other things. So let me get this box out of here. There we are. And let's get back to where we left off. Okay. I did include a link in the tested the link out earlier today and it worked, but who knows if you're going to be able to see it when it, nope. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, but there is an example preview book for broccoli. If you follow the link, you can check it out. I like these because they actually take the child on a journey if you want to vehemently disagree with me on this, but playing with food? I think it's a really good idea. <laughs> um, obviously, all of us in this room have parents who say, don't play with food. Was that ever uttered at your dinner table as a child? Of course. Quit playing with it. <laughs>
was another thing. Oh, yes, the food chaining. Think of this as go for it. Uh, this is the food that I Thank you. 
sometimes sneak extra things in. So a few quick notes. Pretty much brings us, I've got um, a couple more progressions in here. This one was smoothie specific. Uh, so, you are 
everything and all of the